by no one's demand but our own and from our home office here in beautiful Elizabeth Park, Nashville, Tennessee. It is the 615 Sessions podcast powered by Tennessee Tickets, brought to you as always by A to Z Sports and A to Z Sports Nashville.com. Fun show ahead of us today. Ryan Hurd, recording artist, Will Compton, linebacker, part time, Bussin' with the Boys podcast of Barstool Sports, full time, and Titans punter, Brett Kern. The three of them came in and guest co-hosted today's show with me, and we did it on Zoom, so the video, if you don't get enough of the audio stuff, because the audio is great, but now we have the video element to add to the 615 Sessions podcast. It's why you need to subscribe to A to Z Sports on YouTube for that and so many other different content elements that we are pumping out here in, uh, in down times for most other people, but the A to Z content machine rolls on. Regardless, we broke down the Logan Ryan news in live time with Brett Kern and Will Compton. Heard had to leave a little early for a baby doc appointment, such as the life of a new father. Uh, but we had a great time in the hour that we spent together. You guys will enjoy it as well. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Just doing Zoom pods, we figure that this is uh, something that we need to be a part of. And so we asked uh, a couple of our friends to give us some time. Heard, dealing with uh, new dad stuff at home in the midst of quarantine. Buddy, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy uh, parenting schedule to pop on. I just needed to spread my non-expertise. So thank you very much, man. I appreciate (laughs) you having me on today. And I've never met Will, so this is cool for me. Compton. This is cool for me, dude. You're freaking, you're, you're, I mean... You do way more than I do. No, I just sit here now. <laughs> That's all I do. There's nothing else to do. Look at you, kiss ass. Will Compton's podcast, of course, is Bussin' with the Boys. They interview <laughs> Oakland Raiders players and most of the NFL's offensive linemen and occasionally other people, it seems, from time to time. The latest episode, Joe Staley, was on. I have not yet gotten to it. Of course, by the way, since we're plugging people's stuff, Every Other Memory, the new single available now, wherever it is oh, that thank you. your music, of course. Compton, I appreciate you stopping by. I haven't seen your ugly ass in quite some time. It's good to, good to chat, buddy. I know you miss me. <laughs> I know you miss me. Dude. You could... ask me to come on your stuff all the time. Oh, God. Can busting with the boys. I'm just teasing. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm ready for, I'm ready for Brett to get on. I'm, I'm psyched to meet Ryan. This is going to be a good little – it's going to be a good little segment. Yeah, so what, what has life been like for you guys? I haven't caught up, other than uh, the occasional sports takes that Heard will text me as life goes on. I haven't gotten a chance to catch up with everybody. What is, what is your life like right now under quarantine, Ryan? I know you're, you were planning on being off uh, in terms of touring at this point anyway, but this has got to be, how does one produce music in an environment like this? Well... Uh, the cool part about the, the music thing has been really fun, actually, because um, I feel like people at my like record company and my managers and stuff, they have said yes to like all the stuff I wanted to do. So I got to do like a Taylor Swift cover, like a studio cover that I've been doing live and put that out. I obviously had like a lot of stuff recorded that we haven't released yet. So I got to release a song that now I've just been doing all these like acoustic versions of stuff and getting really like, like into like versions of songs that I would not have been able to release if everything was normal because it would just not have, it would have 
like slip through the touring cracks and the radio cracks. So um, it's been cool, man. I, I, I'm doing like an acoustic version of uh, Every Other Memory, which is my new single coming out. Uh, I think in like two weeks that comes out. And I did, I wrote this song for Diplo and Morgan Wallen uh, with Ernest called um, Heartless. And I'm doing like my like stripped version of that that's coming out that I probably wouldn't have gotten to do. And um, so it's, it's been fun to like get to be creative in a different way and uh, have everybody kind of say that, say yes to stuff. Will, are you adapting to potting from home? I know bussing with the boys is supposed to be the thing, but now you are quarantining with the boys as Tiffany Kern pops into the chat. Hi, bud. Brett Kern joins the show. Titans putter. Oh, you're on mute. You're like, oh, we a, can't hear you, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Uh, you think I'd be able to figure this out after all these virtual meetings we've had, but uh, we just had PE class in the Kern household. Yes, I imagine so. Brett Kern, Titans punter, kind enough to take time away from social studies and PE classes. Colonel's yep. at home to join the podcast. We were just talking about how everybody's quarantine life was uh, was going, and you interrupt so rudely interrupted Will Compton talking about That's okay. podcasting. That's okay. I miss Brett, dude. Hey, I miss uh, it too, man. Uh, do it, do it, do it. There we go. Yeah. Don't ever get that close to my camera again, Will. Now, <laughs> what what is uh, how how have you guys been producing content right now? Lawan is in one place. You're in another place. The guests are obviously. Uh, from an undisclosed location, do you find it harder? Do you find it harder to do the show? What has the dynamic been like between you guys? Um, well, probably the hardest dynamic of the show itself is like Taylor and I getting used to actually trying to interview and because you can interrupt a lot more. You can't like feel the vibe of somebody if they're on the bus, which is like the dynamic we love because you have somebody on the bus and it's like all the boys, you know, you're just bullshitting all the time. And so we've kind of had to learn and adapt that way, but it's actually kind of easier to get guests because everybody's kind of quarantined. Like nobody really has an excuse to not respond to a message because you know, they see it, you know what I mean? So we can kind of get, we can get certain guests. Like we had Dale Jr. on, which he, you know, we probably wouldn't have got him until he came to Nashville at some point. Um, but as far as like pushing content, and everything else, big shout outs to Alex Legos, Zach Patton, um, all those boys who kind of live behind the brand and the the profile pics and everything else, they kind of, they work their tail off. So um, they kind of keep us afloat right now. And we just do what we can, man. You know how we are. We just go by the seat of our pants. I, it makes me so happy that you guys are having to suffer with guest booking and how to coordinate interviews. This is such, such things that I am, I'm very familiar with all of that stuff, but it makes me very happy to know that you're going through those same struggles. Brett, I know you are uh, teaching from home. You're operating from home in all things, as we all are, but virtual off-season has begun. I don't know what the hell look, that looks like. You guys have been through a full week. What has uh, is that experience been like for, uh, for an NFL player? Not that we don't have another one on the podcast, but one going. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's, uh, it's been good. Uh, just kind of getting used to, you know, every position group has a certain time. They got to check in with their coach. And then, uh, you know, Coach Ackerman has his uh, – kind of set special teams meeting where everybody kind of comes in and uh, it's, it's pretty cool just to kind of see everybody's background, where they're at, what city they're in, uh, all that kind of stuff. But um, so the meeting, I mean, the meetings are easy. It's a half an hour. Obviously the other guys have a little bit longer, but uh, you know, then obviously trying to work out on your own 
uh, coming up with different things to do to, to stay in shape because, uh, shoot, I mean, I don't know when we're going to report. It might not be until training camp. So You don't got to work out hard. Don't even act like you got to come up with shit. You got to go out in your backyard and kick a ball, dude. <laughs> I, I, tell you what, I, did, I did touch a football for the first time yesterday since the Pro Bowl. Oh, really? Question, how, how much do you stretch every day? Not a lot. Okay. You don't stretch a lot, Brett? I'm, I would have thought you I'm, I'm, not, I'm not very flexible. The fact that I can get that's my legs up there is that's, – that's probably why my back hurts all the time. So, I'm really not – I can't do the splits. I can't – I mean, I, I don't do yoga or anything like that. I just see ball, kick ball. Just do it. See see ball, that's all you do. Right. That's you ball. just kick the ball. Let's and kick it. And we have uh, questions regarding Brett Kern's ability to kick a ball and Taylor Lewan's ability to headbutt coming up later. But that's a, that's an incredibly uh, journalistic uh, journalistic uh, question there by her. This is why I need other that's perspectives. Solid. That's I, solid, Ryan. I, I just assumed that you stretch all the time. Just Dude, I know. I, I would have thought. Hey, listen, I play with Brett. I've watched him and uh, <laughs> watched him and Ryan in the weight room. It's not, you know what I mean? It's like rehab. You just kind of watch them. You think they're hurt, but they're not. So you're kind of like, okay, they must – I would have thought what Ryan said, they must – it's like punting and all that stuff. It must just be like a stretching thing. But apparently he just wakes up and pisses excellence and kicks the ball. No, not true. I, I mean, I just – like I always tell people, like, you can either kick a ball or you can't. Like, there's guys that are way stronger than I am. I haven't put a, I haven't put a bar on my back to squat in – since probably 2012. Like, I don't squat. I don't really bench. I mean, I got – What do you I gotta, do? I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I play a lot of golf. Hey, he does too, man. I, I, I got golf, but I, will you? I want to golf with you. Yeah, I got a simulator in my basement that I have forty-four rounds on during this quarantine. That's forty-four rounds. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yo, you can kind of you can kind of see it though, Ryan, because if you've seen uh, McAfee, if you follow him at all, you've kind of seen his body transform a little bit since he's been out of the league. Pat looks like well, me. Have, Pat looks like me. Right? Oh no, I think you know bigger than you. I would say bigger than you too. <laughs> Um, you look but like he's still out there in his backyard stroking it, dude. So it's not like, like you gotta, you know. I'm t like as I'm telling you, like if you like you look at like Saquon Barkley and everybody's obsessed yeah. with quads and all that kind of stuff. If he could kick a ball over forty yards with a four seven four eight hang time, I'd, I'd be really impressed. But the guy could oh, squat, no. you know, half of New York City on his back. So <laughs> like I just, I mean, either you can either. How many beers could you drink and still? be a serviceable punter on Sunday? How many beers? Yes. Yeah. Could you drink or, like you know, beverage of choice. Like, like I'm not a beer drinker, so beverage of hey, choice. Hey, Brett, how many inside the tens did you have this last year? Do not cut off. Let the man oh, have. Oh, no, I'm going I'm to simplify it. I want to simplify it. How many uh, inside the tens did you have? I'm you know the answer. I think 15 or 16. 15 or 16. How many of those, how many beers could you drink to still have, produce that number? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know. I could probably get half a case in. I'm not a bit like, I'm not a big truth. So you're saying slug a half a case locker room before the game starts. You're still putting 15, 16 inside the 10. Maybe I uh, will. I've never tried it before, so I, I can't really give you a great answer, but you know, I did send Buck a picture of, of myself. You know, the kids went to bed Friday night. I made a fire for the wife and I went down there, had some Weller, man, it was, that's where I'm at right oh, yeah. now. I'm about, I'm having a midlife crisis at 34. <laughs> so we can't bet on sports right now, but all my my buddies swore he could kick a 30 yard field goal, and all my other buddies were like, "No, you can't. It's really hard." And I put a whole lot of money down on this dude being able to kick one out of three at 30. 
and they all went to a park and spread out. And he, the second one went in, and I won. That's what I gamble on now is buddies being able to do not Korean baseball, not uh, not <laughs> whatever else. With table tennis, uh, table tennis. I had a buddy bet on women's Taiwanese college basketball the other day and lose a hell of a lot of money. I, there's there's literally nothing out there. It's a betting wasteland right now. Why would you do that? Why? Because we're degenerates, Brett. Listen, you are. What do you, you, think, are, this what do you is think Jordan like, would do? What, what, what Jordan would do? <laughs> Jordan's out <Yeah>. here. <laughs> Jordan's out here gambling on on quarter tosses with his security guards. That's a fresh cut. Though. That guy had a permanent half. A fresh oh. cut, bro. It's crazy because that guy's son lives in Nashville. There was an actually the the security guard's son lives in Nashville. I heard him on midday earlier today because of course they 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 got the guy. That's a, that's, a, that's a tribute to them. But, uh, yes, the security guard in the last dance is the reference that we're making here on the 615 Sessions podcast. Ryan Hurd, Will Compton, Brett Kern hanging out here with me. Kind enough to give us some time. I'm sure at some point the three of them are going to go golfing and exclude me uh, from all of these things. But this is the purpose of this. We're matchmaking. It's okay. Uh, Ryan, uh, what we're talking about, though, is the security guard in the last dance has uh ha, the, Jordan has the jock sniffers there's three or four jock sniffing security guards that follow Michael Jordan everywhere and they're called the jock sniffers because they're constantly up Michael's jock well one of them as an incredible perm uh, an otherworldly perm even does the shrug in the the best way I have ever seen it done with the 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 perm bobbing in the wind as he celebrates. Like a perm mullet. A perm mullet. It is something uh, truly to behold. By the way, which of the three of you, you th- or which of the four of us, I guess, needs, uh, needs a haircut the most? Because I feel like, Herd, you have the flow anyway. Kern, I can tell the sideburns are... Uh, are oh, I need yeah, I, I'm, I'm not... I need one bad, too. Oh, my dude. God, look at you. And I'm kind of balding like- a little more now because I'm 30 now. You know what I mean? You look so like starting to recede a little bit. That's like the this, school, this the, is, the school picture boy, uh, the, the 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 grade school school picture cut you got rocking though. I thought uh, mine's just gonna keep going probably. Ryan, you got the nice, you kind of got the nice uh, clipboard Jesus Charlie Whitehurst. Yeah. Thank you, man. I, that dude was a legend in the hair department. Uh, kind of like it. Got but, that Chris uh, D'Elia look going. I don't have a job, so I don't have to get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I listen. Listen, uh, for, for the four of us, none of us really have conventional jobs, but you're the only one who, uh, who can get away with it, I, I guess. The only one who's safe right now is Brett. The only one who is safe right now in these hard times is Brett. Not true. That's not true, that's man. True. Not true. What do you mean that's not true? I, I mean, just, I mean, uh, look at this offseason. Look what's happened. I mean, no, no one's ever safe. It's part, of, it's part, yeah. of that, part of the business, man. No one's safe. The murder hornets are coming for all of us after we get I through know, the road. I know. <laughs> So yeah. who's now? Since we're all locked in one place, and we talked, we talked a little bit earlier before you jumped on, Brett, about you know what the music production uh, aspect of this is like right now. Compton doing podcasts from remote locations. Obviously, things are different. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking to you guys on Zoom. We'd be doing things normally, uh, like things go. But this is kind of fun. Who the three of you? Whose content are you gravitating towards most right now, outside of your own, Compton? You can't include Bussin with this but there's a lot of different stuff being done creatively right now on social media on the internet in terms of television radio all of these things because people are having to do stuff differently who's are you on this are you gravitating towards the most are you wanting us to say you 
Sure. I mean, listen, I'm all over the place. I'm doing everything. I'm doing TV. I'm doing radio. I'm doing streaming. I got, I got no time. I got no time for anything else other than sit in this office that I haven't left in eight weeks and, and Skype people for content. I, I still keep up with the radio shows. I mean, I think we have awesome local radio in Nashville. So uh, the sports talk stuff is, I think that everybody does a great job. I've been keeping up with that stuff. Uh, obviously, like I, I am a Bussin fan. So I've been listening to that when I see somebody I know. And, uh, but I just rewatched Mad Men too. So that mm. took up a whole lot of time. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, the scope of it right now. Kern? Go ahead, Brett. I don't I mean... I don't like I'm, I'm above all this. I have I have children. I have school. I have dates. I, I don't. I mean, have I've gotten really them. good. I've gotten really good. Uh, how to navigate education.com website? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's really taking in the education.com content. No, how to right how to print? I mean, my office, Buck. I showed you earlier, but I got my social studies stuff over here. I got the math stuff over here. I mean, that stack of papers right there is all the stuff we've done. You know. So I've gotten really good with a lot of the educational websites. Um, you know, Amazon Prime, how do I order ink? Because I'm burning through it so fast with our printers. Um, our printers. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I just, uh, you know, social media, I've, I've actually been kind of to, to kind of lay back on it just to kind of give it a little bit of a break. I, I, I feel like some of this stuff has become so political and, and whatnot. And a lot of people, like, who, like, who's telling the truth, you know, with this whole thing that's going on? When are we coming back? When are we not? you know, this person's saying this and then this person's debunking that. And it's just like at the end of the day, I just, just get exhausted with it, you know? So, uh, I got a lot of new games on my phone that I've been really, really into. So that's about, that's about it. All right, Compton. I know you don't get off the internet. Whose content you like? right? <laughs> I don't, but it, it's, it's, you know, it's funny because, uh, like me, I follow, like I'm trying to figure out how to, of course, make bussing better. So I follow like, you know, barstool people, obviously I'm getting into, I was actually talking to you about it um, last week, but like blogging and seeing how much of a player blogging is. So I'm trying to do like study. Yeah, you're running like the bachelor for interns. This is, there's like who you yeah. rose at the end of the day. I, well, well, you know, it's the first time, the first time we started bus and we only had about 10 to 15. So when we were looking for an intern, we didn't think we would have the submissions that we, that we were, that we've been going through. And shout out all those dudes, man, because we have some talent out there. But I'm just trying to, like, uh, learn how to live in that content space better. Not that, like, I'm just scrolling and consuming it. Like, literally this morning, I read a New York Times article about the COVID virus, how it's mutated into a stronger uh, coronavirus out there now. So, I, I'm like, what Brett, Brett's talking what, about. It's I don't know what news. to believe. I don't really dive into that. I couldn't tell you what's really going on as much with um, – you know, any of the numbers or stats out there right now, I kind of just like, Hey, when do, you know, when is phase one, when is phase two? But for me, it's like following the Pat McAfee shows, the barstool stuff, like just figuring out how to like grow, grow the stuff we have going on. And then Her video games, I plugged my Xbox in recently. So. Oh, see, I am, I cannot, I cannot get off the video games. I red dead redemption was something that was so big when I was in college and there's a second one. Now I've lost countless hours of my life. Video Yo, it's the greatest game. That's the greatest back-to-back oh. ba -back game like ever, ever Her created. Red Dead Redemption one and two. Well, Heard was playing NHL before we uh, before we got going here, and it honestly it made me think about Brett how much I miss hockey. I just oh, oh God Almighty! I mean, this what what did you say earlier, Ryan, about uh, about where we should be with the Preds? I don't want to say it publicly, 
<laughs> Say it, Ryan. That, uh, we'd probably, this is when we'd be uh, losing in the playoffs right now. Oh, and man. I really miss that. No, so. it's, it's, no, it's real. Listen, it's not, given what this, listen, they would be happy to be in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I said it in the playoffs. I, I'm they made the playoffs. Fan. Exactly. I'd love it. I would love to watch the Preds, even if they lost in the playoffs right no. now. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? For me, this—it's Cinco de Mayo. I should be drunk in the streets right now, uh, watching uh, watching Preds playoff hockey, roaming around downtown with all of my degenerate friends. Instead, I'm skyping with, uh, well, you know, my other degenerate friends, except for Brad. <laughs> yo, this is a, <laughs> yo. You got a solid crew on right now, Buck. What are you talking about? Oh, look at you, humble bragging yourself. Stop this. No, no, no. Stop yeah, right I am now. humble bragging. Ryan and I had a great question for the punter talking about beer chugging and how many he can kick. Like, this is honestly should just be an episode on the bus, like without you, me, Brett, and Ryan on the bus. I've never gotten the invitation on the bus. Ryan, have you been invited to the bus? Not yet, but I would love to at some point. So, so I'm well, sitting I, here. I, I hang on, Buck. Hang on. For you, and I'm Brett. the only one been on the bus. What is this? You force your way onto the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I did. I invited myself. And, and you got us at a time where we didn't really know what we had. Like when you, you needed us. Bus, huh? When you needed uh, us. I don't forget. Didn't really need you. Matt Neely, just shout out Matt Neely and RIP forever. Matt Neely begged us to let you on. Because Taylor hated A to Z, if you, can, if you remember. Still probably does. But. Indeed. Brett, hey, Brett I, I am sorry. That is my fault. This is my, okay. That is my fault. No, it's okay. I, I mean, I know. I, I just there will be a time. There will be a proper time for me to be on the bus, and I will be ready for that invitation. And Do you I know when gotta, that time's coming? No, I just got to get ready for your really awkward questions. That's See, all. they're not that awkward, dude. It's like what, what's different than you asked the, the head coach of the Titans if he'd chop his dick off for a Super Bowl. What do you mean they're not awkward? It's true. Yeah, but was, it's nothing he's never heard. You know what I mean? Like he's obviously going to hear like, okay, what's it like to be the second best punter in the league? <laughs> Who's the first? Tress Way. Oh. Hey, see, look at his face. We have this ongoing joke that, like, he's – since the Redskins, you guys get it. Hey, at least, I mean, at least, you know, at least we were both at the Pro Bowl this year hanging out together. That's true. And you know what Tress never did? He never got me a $500 Amazon gift card because that's how well you treat your teammates after a successful season. Shout out Brett Kern. That's what he does for the boys. This past year was seven fifty. dollars Really? Yeah. I didn't get one. Well, you were with a different team. You were sitting at home while they were in the you playoffs. You guys beat us, though. <laughs> I, pre- I mean, I appreciate it. I only had two punts in that game. Nothing, you know, nothing to sweat over. Ryan, do you Ryan like, why do you get a lot of punts? What's up? Do you like getting a lot of punts? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like getting a lot early because it gets me into a little rhythm. Um, like the worst golfer. is when – yeah, the worst is when you go – like if you if you don't punt in the first half, that's fine because at least you know you can come out second half warm and warm up, kind of get back into that rhythm again. But the worst is when like your first punt is with like three minutes to go in the second quarter, and you uh, spend all that time just waiting. And so you're still like, I have yet to be in the game, so I'm still a little nervous, still have some of those butterflies, whatever. But the first time you go out there, catch that snap, get that punt off, all that stuff goes away. But if you got to wait a long time, oh look at this. Look at this, a game ball from the Tennessee Titans that he's showing the this people. Brett, Brett and I working together, dude. Special teams, bro. Uh, just it, was the, special, it was a special year. My, my best year statistically was when my man Will Compton was on that punt team. 
Well, but let's not forget that without Will Compton on the on the team, you ended not Logan Ryan ended the Patriots dynasty with the final pick six in the playoffs. It was the Brett Kern punt that put him there on the one yard line and toppled the mighty New England Patriots. That was yeah, done without the, Will Compton. The craziest part that was probably my my worst punt of the year. Like if you look at you know because we're all directional, you know we punt left, we punt right. Since there was no returner back there, all I had to do was catch it and get it off as quick as quick as I could. And just let it roll to let that clock start going. So, I mean, it was an ugly punt, but it worked out. It did work out. Uh, you guys have been gracious with your time. Hurd's got a baby doc appointment he's got to get to here in a second. But I did promise the people we would answer some of their qu- Twitter questions. So, in the last – We got to leave already? Well, you, listen, you you and Kurt can stick around. As long as you want. Hey, hey Ryan, 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 do you golf too? Yeah, terribly. But I, hey, I same. I, I've, I've honestly, I've truly, Brett. I want you to listen to me too. But okay. maybe you'll take me under your wing. What do you mean? I've like never, I'm not sitting here hosting the stamp thing? What do you mean? Okay, I, I don't okay, gotta buck, buck, okay, hang on. Out hang of on. here, Buck. You, uh, uh, this is this is this is something else. I've never reached out to Brett and Ryan for golfing. I enjoy golfing. When we're on the skins, it was OTAs every day. The boys would get together and we're golfing. Tress taught me how to play golf, and I've it's never reached out to them because these dude, these dudes are phenomenal at golfing phenomenal but ryan i just saw ernest swing in the day on his yeah. instagram and i was like yo you golf and he was like uh yeah dude and i was like we might have a terrible crew to go out there and golf now Hit here's the thing about golf is everybody thinks that they're terrible but the, the reality is most everybody is terrible they're not not, a lot not of brett and ryan brett not brett not ryan, golf. dude they're scratch that's, golfers bro they're legit that's fine there's some there are some great golfers, but if you go to any club or any course, most people are not great because it's really hard. It's not sea ball kickball. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. I guess what I'm saying is I haven't found a crew reference. yet. I haven't found so a crew why yet. That's why you couldn't be intimidated, man. Let it fly. Oh, with the flex. With what is that? What do you flex. got? What is that? Tell the people handicap. what you're holding up for those listen- just listening at home. It's the, it's, the, it's the old handicap. Yeah, that's pretty What's good. What's your handicap? That's pretty scratch. Uh, wow, scratch. Yeah, I'm at I'm at a hey, plus five on the stimulator though. I'm striping it on that puppy. That's okay. great. I, I, play, I play in a half hour. Done. Finished. I have a little locker over here with all my golf shit, and it's called the 100 Club. And all you got to do to have a beer with me in the 100 Club is show me your scorecard where you got under 100. Ooh. Hey, do you it. know? Do you know that night I saw something that 98 percent of America that golf's can't break 100. I am. So a, I, I am one of the one of the ninety eight percent. I am yeah. in that category. If you break hundred, you're you're considered top two percent in the country. That's you, that's Brett. That's great news. Does, <laughs> that's, I mean, great that's news. awesome. Well, Brett, who's the who's the most who's the best person that you've played golf with? Because I remember asking you this question the first time that I ever interviewed you when I was scared, little fat, uh, un, unequipped, unqualified. Uh, Buck Rising running in, running around running around in the uh, the locker room for the first time. I think I was 21, and I asked you who your who the most famous person that you've ever played golf with. Do you remember what that answer was, or do you have that answer now? Famous? Well, who's the most? Okay, famous? non-pro golfer. Non-pro golfer. Non-pro golfer. Non-pro. Yeah, because well, I, I remember the that. answer. Well, probably the best is suck up. Okay. Dude, I'm telling you, suck up. These dudes, man, when they've done their, all their work that they needed to do and they get to have a little extra free time, they break down 
all the golf courses like in the world. All, all this weather study that I see Kern doing in the locker room, it's not just for punting purposes, it's for golf. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I took a uh, – Golf Digest had a, uh, a thing where they did an 18-question uh, multiple choice, and it was a bird's-eye view of golf courses all over the world. And I got, I got 17 out of 18 because really what do I do in meetings? <laughs> well, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't going to put that out there, though. I was going to make it seem he like you're very stretch. professional. He doesn't need to do anything in meetings. Seaball. He doesn't do seaball, kickball. If Vrabel, if Vrabel is talking, I'm listening. If we're in right, punt meeting no or if we're in field goal or something, but if it's like punt return or kickoff return, you better believe I'm looking at golf courses all over the world. So <laughs> it's just what it is, boys. I, love I gotta it. go. Thank hey, you. I appreciate much you, Ryan. Me. Buddy, we'll I appreciate you, you stopping by. Uh, our uh, our best to the family, and, and we'll catch up soon. Thanks for stopping. Absolutely, by. thank you very much, bro. Of Take course, care. Ryan Hurd, kind enough to give us some time on the six one five sessions, and now we have the dream team. Look at these two. Now we get now we get some real male bonding. Hey, yo, Buck, I wanted to go back to when you were first asking Brett the question. I didn't know you had been with the Titans that long. How long has it been? Like twenty years. Who, Kurt? Said you, no, you. You said you first asked your question to, her, to Brett and you were oh. 21. I'm thinking, damn, I didn't know he was around that long. I have this is the uh, this is the first team in any capacity that I have covered. Uh, I got a, you know, nobody cares about nobody cares to hear about what my career has looked like. I'm not the one. Well, who, how old are you now? That's the first question. I'm 26. 26? I'm 26. I would have guessed 40. It's because you're a jackass. <laughs> I would have guessed 40, man. No, it's because I sound like that. You wouldn't have actually guessed 40. I don't look, man. I mean, I, I, I probably, honestly, in all, in all sincerity, dude, I would have probably guessed 34. Well, that's very kind of you. Thank I, you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but you look, well, listen, listen, Kurt. Hey, Brett looks 27. It's, it's so disrespectful because I grow the facial hair out. I already sound like people, when they just hear me on the radio, they think that I'm actually 45 and balding and, and morbidly obese because that's, that's what I guess my you, voice sounds you like. Sound, you sound like Paul Kaharski looks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you grew if you grew that beard out a little bit more, it'd be Andrew Luck. I hate to say it. Why? I know would you he does do hate that? to hear that, dude. He I does hate, hate to hear that. But hey, I tell you what, Andrew Luck is one of the nicest people and I, that I've ever talked to. Like he's not gonna upset the guy one bit. He's he's lovely. Also, he's the ugliest son of a bitch I've ever seen. Like he's he's so so kind. Oh, ugliest son of a uh, like. Let's not oh, go that ugly. Far. So ugly. He has he has. Uh, I listen. I'll take him out because you two are still active uh, active NFL players. And I I even did comp in the courtesy of calling him an active NFL player. I Thank will you. take. Thank you. <laughs> <and> it, listen. <laughs> God um, damn it. <laughs> I love you, buddy. I appreciate you. Oh, I, lo I, I love it too, man. It doesn't matter that fifty-year-old Frank Gore is getting jobs before you, but it's okay. Right? Like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, sorry. Am I allowed to cuss? Oh, on you this? can say fuck. It's okay, oh, Brett. Okay, won't good, because good, he's good, good family, man. And we hey, don't, I saw the same no thing. children around, Brett. Like we're okay hey, to cuss? That's no, that's true. No, no, no. I had I had Bryson, my ten-year-old, on our Zoom meeting yesterday on Monday because he wanted to see what it was like. He learned some things. <laughs> you know, like, oh, we're, we're going over eight man, seven man protection, whatnot. And then all of a sudden, you know, the screen, uh, there was 17 guys on all of a sudden, you know, Vrabel pops up 18 person on the, on the special teams. 
and literally within 10 seconds, boom, drops an F-bomb. And I look at my son and he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Learn them. You got to teach them young. It's just like I can't even imagine Mike Vrabel with us in, in normal when, – when cameras and microphones are on him. He just does not care at all. I can't imagine what he's like in an actual meeting room when it's just – it's just uh, – the, the cussing – oh, it's hilarious because the, the, when he cusses, it almost doesn't make sense. Like there's a fuck where a fuck should not be within a sentence. The sentence structure is weird. It's just a random cuss word that he drops over the course of him shouting down somebody. Oftentimes, the media, when we're filming things that we should not be. <laughs> I think there's, there's, times, there's times when people almost try to cuss to sound funny, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't sound right. Mm -hmm. And there's other people where literally when they cuss, it does not make sense, and that's what makes it really funny. And that's variable. And when, when you can string something together and call people stringing together cuss words, and it's variable is really good at that. It, it's pretty entertaining. It's an art for truly. So no, to get back to get back to that. Yeah, I my first job <laughs> down here was working overnights for a radio station, uh, and then I they didn't have anybody covering the Titans at the radio station that I was working for on a day to day basis. So I'm like, hey, you know, can can I go to practice? It was, I'm working midnight to six a.m. Can I go to practice during the day and cover the professional <laughs> football team? in town so we're not just standing here it, it was Corey davis and a jory jackson's press conference i'll never forget it and we didn't have anybody at the fucking press conference and i'm like what uh, what are we doing can i can i please go to practice the next day and i i've no experience uh covering any kind of sports like i barely know who's on the roster but i'm, I'm gonna you know i'm gonna go I'm going to cover the team. I'm going to be too scared to talk to any of the giant professional athletes, especially Lawan. I was terrified of him uh, the first time that I walked in there. And after like three or four days, Brett comes up to me and is like, hey, do you need somebody to talk to? <laughs> I was like, yes, Yo, that's hilarious, yes, Mr. Dude. Butter. That'd be great. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, Brett's one of the best, man. You really are, Brett. You're one of the, you're one of the best, man. The OG. I try, man. I try. But the answer to the question that I asked you the first time I interviewed you was Dick LeBeau, who used to be the Titans defensive coordinator and is still out here being renaissance man of all time. At, I think he's in his mid-80s at this point. And that's, I mean, the best, that's one of the best people that you've played golf with. No, the man is incredible. Right. Suckup's probably the best. Like, you talk about non-professional. Non-professional. Right. Right. Suckup's probably the best player like I've played with, or maybe probably Scobie too. Those two guys can like before you know it, you're like, oh, what are you? And they're like, hey, I'm I'm four under. It's like, whoa, how like it just, how they do it? It just looks easy. But probably the probably the most impressive, yeah, it was probably Coach Lebeau. Because I mean, when I played with him, I mean, he was probably I don't know if he was 80 yet. I think he was 79. I mean, his his 80th was, birthday was my first year covering the team, so that was Malarkey's last year. Okay, so then he was probably 80, and he shot 76. And I just like, just so consistent. It was it was boring. I mean, he just didn't make any mistakes. And you're like, oh yeah, he's, boring. <laughs> he was seventy, you know, seventy yards behind me off the tee, whatnot. And then it's like, hey, what'd you shoot? Uh, seventy six. Not too bad. I'm like, <laughs> that's unbelievable. It's absolutely disrespectful. <laughs> the legend. No, I uh, Dick Dick LeBeau was one of the coolest people to get to cover, uh, especially for for as early as I started covering you guys. That was. Uh, 
that was one of the uh, one of the coolest things in the world. We have some breaking news, as a matter of fact, as it relates to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and perhaps you guys can weigh in on this. Logan Ryan on social media has officially bid adieu to the Tennessee Titans on Instagram. My chapter in Tennessee has come to a close. To the Titans fans, thank you for all the love, the energy, and support this past season is what led to an epic run. That is from Logan Ryan, Titans, former Titans quarterback, on social media. What do you guys, uh, you guys have any thoughts on Logan uh, as a teammate since you both spent so much time with him? So where's he going? Oh, I didn't say. <laughs> He's not, uh, no, nowhere yet. It's just the, the chapter of Tennessee come to a close. Oh, gotcha. Nobody's going anywhere. They can't get the damn doctors to clear anybody at this uh, point. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he, I mean, he's a great teammate. He uh, he definitely brought uh, that that no BS attitude of you know just how he practiced and you know expectations and um, yeah, I mean, he's a great teammate and uh, it's gonna you know sting. I mean, we we lost a lot of guys this year, just some of the older guys. It's a that, weird year, you know. I know, you know, not having Ryan in the locker room anymore or Jarrell or you know, I don't know what's gonna happen with Wood or Bates. It's just. Man, it's just part of the business. I mean, Will, you know, it's just, you know, so you can have some really good friends that, you, that you've been close teammates with for two, three years, and then it's just like they're gone, you know? Um, Dude, no doubt, man. It's like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, people are just gone. Like, everything just moves on. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just so weird. Like, Logan, one of the most professional people. I put him, like, up there with, like uh, – on the Titans, like, you know, the Derek Morgans, like Derek was always so about his craft and being such a professional all the time, like working on your body, like doing things to where you wanted to walk up to him and ask like, Hey, what are you doing? And why are you doing this? Because Logan was so, he was such a professional, like, you know, the whole, my man catch no ball stuff. Like he was very he started competitive. It. Yeah. Very competitive. And, you know, I mean, I think he's a stud. I think Logan's very, I think he's very good. Um, and just took it all very seriously. He was a big leader in that in that DB room in the locker room, and you know some they'll pick, they'll pick up a slack. But he was he's a very smart individual. Like he he had like everything he wanted. He's one of my favorite people to talk to of all time. Just yeah. uh, just insightful. Just from perspective. very insightful. Life in the game well. Like even if say even when you're wrong, when you have the ability to like listen and then see it on a different angle, and then you change your mind because you just have that awareness and that football IQ. Like he has that, you know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't a know-it-all. It wasn't anything else. He's just an extreme student of the game, big time pro body work. Anytime I went to somebody that I thought I was working on and they might not have worked on anybody, they're bringing up Logan Ryan and Derek Morgan. You know what I mean? They were always tapped into anybody around the city. Like he's a stud. I can't say enough good stuff about him. Yeah, uh, I, I know the, uh, the Nashville community is going to miss him. He did a lot of great work while he was here, and, uh, and certainly a, a big part of what you guys did over the past three years while he was here. What, what, what's that like? Because you, you, you both have been in football long enough to see teams turn over and kind of – because last year in particular, or at least this, this – what do you want to call it? This segment – of Titans football the past four years will you're a part of it Kern obviously you've been here for much much longer but certainly in the in the five years that I've spent covering you guys this has felt like a particularly unique team a particularly well bonded team and maybe you know maybe I'm prisoner of the moment because you guys are the only team that I've covered and it's just kind of living through this 
time time span with you but does it does it resonate differently at all or is it is it like you guys were saying is it just a part of the business with this particular team i think uh, look at we're know, out here doing serious sports questions now what the hell happened <laughs> what happened <laughs> Oh, it's I don't the know. first time I've talked to because we, we get the, we the get the kind of reminisce we get to kind of reminisce at the same time. Oh. Yeah, there you go. I like it. I think, man, you just it's uh you know you've been in the league a long time. You just understand the nature of the business. You know, guys come, guys go. You know, if they sign a three year deal, it's probably gonna be for three years. You know, if they if that know, if they get a longer yeah, deal, that. you know, it, it might be longer. It's um it's just a part of part of the way the, the business works. And, um, you know, as long as you go out there and try to do your job as consistently as possible, um, you know, you, you just got to trust the guys that are upstairs knowing that like, all right, hey, we're not going to re-sign Logan, but guess what? We have another plan to replace him. And so you just, you got to trust them and, and, and go with it. And, um, you know, a lot of time, I mean, Will, you could probably see, there's probably, you know, my career, I could probably think of like, three or four guys that have walked into the locker room and I'm just like, man, like I want no part of them. And I actually hope they get cut. Cause I don't want them. I don't want them to be around, but it's not, it's not a lot. Like the, the NFL fraternity is so tight with a lot of guys. There's really not a lot of guys that come in and you're just like, man, these guys, this, this is going to be an issue. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the one year I was on the Titans, it was probably my favorite, uh, probably my favorite locker room that I've been, really? that I've been up. Yeah, that I've been a part of. I feel like the chemistry and the just the leadership from different angles. And if guys might not have agreed with each other or anything, like there was always a respect at all times with everybody. I just feel like everybody meshed well. Like it was fun, not fun in a way that you like we I mean, you you play for variable, man. You, you're going to compete your ass off and bust your ass. But like, you know, it was probably my most fun year I had. And we didn't make the playoffs. Like, you know, I think back, Taylor asked me this the other day, like, when you're when I'm done playing, like which team am I going to claim? I'm like, well, obviously the Redskins. I played there for five years, and he's like, really, as close as you were. It's like, I mean, yeah, I'm super close. It was probably my favorite year, but like looking at all the years I was with the Skins and trying to find a particular year compared to like a Titans year, um, it was just probably my favorite. I enjoyed it the most. I don't know, maybe maybe it was a role I was in. I, I don't know. Maybe it's I I played to a certain point to where you understand, you have an awareness about how the business works to where you kind of just let stuff go and let it play out and you just enjoy the moment more. Um, but as far as like, like Auk, he texted me the other day, like talking about a clip he was going to use. Craig Aukerman, the Titans. Special yeah. Coach, coach, coach Auk, uh, special teams coach, shout out coach Auk. And, um, no free shout he was like, he, he, yeah, yeah. Well, the boys get all the free shout outs, but anyway, Alk was like, I'm going to use this clip. I hope you're well, yada, yada. Like, I kind of have that relationship, I feel like, a lot more with people on the Titans, in the Titans organization and players that I played with than I had, like, you know. I, no taking away from Redskins, guys, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it, I don't know. I just had a, I had a great year here in Nashville. That's why I, I, honestly, it's why I think I've been spoiled from a media perspective because you guys as a, as a locker room are – have been and – will be because a lot of the same faces, even though there's a lot of turnover. Um, very, very easy to work with in a way that is is not commonplace based on like, you know, from from our perspective. You talk to a lot of other people that cover cover other teams in the leagues and you're trying to figure out, you know, how much access should we be getting compared to other people. And honestly, and this is, you know, this is maybe too in the weeds, but like the way that the PR staff lets us interact with you guys, interact with you guys in a way that helps us get to know you 
better on a personal level to where we can have better relationships and both sides benefit from the fact that the vultures are in the locker room. It's not a contentious yeah. thing. It's something, you know, I look for most, I, most beat reporters hate going to open locker room. It's, oh, bro. it's awkward. It's stiff. It's like male, uh, male speed dating. It's terrible. Have you just played with Tennessee? No, but I, I came in uh, 08 in Denver for a year. Uh, my rookie year was with Shanahan, uh, his last year. And then uh, my second year is when uh, Josh McDaniels took over. And I made it, made it six games in, got cut, and then Tennessee picked me off waivers in 09. Oh, that's awesome. Did and you now he's on the Shanahan? stadium. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Those, those are going to be replaced. Those banners are going to be replaced here pretty soon, probably. Who cares, well, man? You got a banner. What no, are you, you still get about? no. You, you, the, that's because that's because of the other people who are on your banner as well. You're still going to get the banner. Don't get out of here with this humble yeah, stuff. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, hey, how'd you like Coach Shanahan? Oh man, he was great. He Dude, was he's awesome. the best. I had in my rookie year too before he retired. But um, it's just you. You it is. It's a little. It's different here. You guys are spoiled more. I would say you guys are way. You guys just have. Like, dude, coming from the Redskins, man, and the the, it's like a stepping stone to that ESPN. I feel like, and it's it just a lot more drama created. Like here, I feel like it's just a different vibe. Like I'm not even on the team, and I still feel like I'm part of like the city of Nashville. Like it's just different here. It's just different. No, I think uh, I think all three of us can, and you know, different phases of our of our lives coming here. But I think all three of us can speak to just how welcoming a place Nashville is, uh, I, you know, from, from my personal perspective and you know, it's not that important, but I felt hugely supported here. Uh, this is the city's given me everything at this point, uh, as a professional. And I, uh, and I certainly feel that I, so, so we've done like a serious sports interview. I don't know how the hell this is. Uh, I never do these kind of interviews. I don't think I've ever talked to either of you about actual football under normal well, circumstances. It's not like it's been that, like, structured. I mean, Brett gave a political response a, a moment ago when talking about, <laughs> when talking about you know, you just be consistent, you work hard, and, you know, you trust the guys. I like, know. It's like I totally pivoted into, like, sports broadcaster, like, yeah. news. You know, it's just, tell me, tell me about your experiences yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Milwaukee. So, you know, it's too, it's too rigid for me. So Will, you know that. I mean, Will, you know that's true, though. Yeah. No, it's for sure. It's for sure true, like – you do gotta, it just is, stuff just is what it is, man. And you're just like, I feel like that's one thing I've learned. Like when I came to the Titans, I'm saying like a lot, that's, that sucks. I came to the Titans and then I had like the half full, basically like a year off for Saints and Raiders and stuff like that. And I guess my last year on the Redskins, you start to uh, realize like NFL, like not for long. You just realize you're not going to be around forever. And so you just try as hard as you can to enjoy the moment, create as many friendships as you can. And then when you do go, you know, I try and take a, a lot of pride in keeping whatever relationships I had because that's what you're going to enjoy the most when it's all over with because the business is the business. You got You do. You got to be consistent and trust that it's all going to work out in your favor. But it's, it's not going to at some point. And guys come and go, dude. Is that right? I mean, you know, the – if you're consistent, at least, you know, you know, Hey, look, it might be a money thing. You know, I'm gone yeah. because it's, it's, I'm a cap hit. I'm a cap casualty. All right, fine. Well, at least I know that what I'm putting on tape, another team will like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. that's the one thing yeah. like, you never want to be on tape 
like whether it's loafing or certain things like that, because then you know, man, like the NFL, man, it is not for long. And so if you're putting that kind of stuff on tape, you're done. And at least yeah. you know, if you're if you're doing your best and you're trying to be consistent and performing, there, I mean, there will be a job for you somewhere. It's just the nature of the business is, I mean, you, you just don't know where sometimes. Yeah, it's and there's, pure just business, man. It's and, just business. And there's always somebody watching that tape looking to bust your ass without Eyes question. in the sky, baby. Eyes Eye, in the sky. Eye in the sky. So Logan Ryan, his time in Tennessee comes to an end, and he will look to uh, a very productive year last year, and he will look to see if some other team uh, thinks, thinks the same. I'm sure he will find – another job uh, wherever he ends up landing. All right, let's do let's do some uh, let's do some Twitter questions before I get you guys out of here cuz we People went... ask you questions on Twitter? No, oh, yeah, people ask me questions on Twitter. You know why? Because jackasses like you put out on Twitter, everybody asks Buck a dumb question and that's how the mailbag was born. So thank you. And we now there have sponsorship go. attached you to your tweet. Thank you for making I'm, me a little money, Buck. I, I, I love nothing more than giving the Titans anybody related to the Titans content, content, content. You know what I mean? Titans yeah. use me all the time. Roger Saffold threw, almost threw me in the stands. They use it. KB, he mossed me. They use it. You know it's going to get clicks, dude. Well, there's, there, you know no, it's going to get clicks. To be, there happens to be a theme there. If you would stop getting thrown into the stands or mossed by a fullback, <laughs> yeah. things would not exist like this on the internet. This is the tape that everybody's watching. It probably wouldn't exist, though. You know what I mean? If there was no, if there was no boys. No, if there was no boys, that stuff would not be as fun. That's absolutely right. 17 to nothing. The game ball. Rain Roma. game. I remember I, I that. Show, I, I, show, I show that. Like, I know my name's on it, and that's honestly not why. It's more the special teams. It's more like shouting out Brett. No. It's that, hey, that uh, game. Logan, Logan broke his leg in that game. I remember that game very well. Yeah. Buck, you ready? The one was 39 degrees, northwest winds, about 15, 18 miles an hour, uh, steady rain most of the game. Yes, I was there. <laughs> I was there. I was there. I was miserable. I can't confirm that. <laughs> and, I, and I was hiding in the press box eating free food for that. I didn't even have to, you know, I don't, my, my game day experience is a lot nicer than everybody else's. I'm just shoveling free, uh, free coffee and press box brownies into my face for four hours. It's a lo- rough way to live, but yes. Uh, I love that you still remember that. That's insane. What's wrong? Dude, that is insane. I, I love that. I love that he just yeah. off the cuff dropped it. There you go. Because he went and tried to play golf in New York that weekend. All right. Twitter questions before we get out of here for Brett Kern and Will Compton. Again, bussing with the boys. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcast. You can follow Brett on social media at Brett Kern6 on Instagram and on Twitter is where you can get the stylings of Brett Kern. All right. Pretty boring. What what is it? Pretty boring. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ah, no, everyone, but you pick your spots. You're like, like I'm a volume shirt shooter. Most of my shit is not going to land, but every once in a while I get a good one. You pick your spots a lot better, which is a much better way to tweet. And, uh, and you are rewarded thusly with the amount of engagement. I'm the Russell Westbrook of Twitter. <laughs> All right. Still let's, being nice to yourself, Russell Westbrook. You know. Kiss my ass. All right. Let's get to a few Twitter questions. Will Compton and Brett Kerr before we uh, before we get them out of here. Will, uh, this is from Football and Other F-Words on Twitter. Please ask Will, would you rather get kicked in the balls by Brett Kern or head-butted by Taylor Lewan? Your thoughts. Dang. Man, both don't sound fun. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the point. <clears throat> so, okay, let's go over the head-butt. Is he grabbing me by the face right here and just – Boom, crown of his head, 
he seems like he's a grab both sides of your head kind of head butter, like helmet or not. Like he seems to be so filled with rage on game days that he's not going to pay attention. He's just going to grab you by the skull and smash you. I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. They both sound brutal. I'm going to go. Uh-huh. Dude, if I, if, I kick you, if I kick you in the nuts, you're not having kids. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, do you risk brain damage or do you risk fertility? These are your, oh, these are your options. Oh, oh, you're, saying, you're talking about brain damage? I paid some good money for these teeth, too. I risk my teeth. <laughs> I risk permanent nose damage. We um, actually and, go to the same and, dentist, by the way. No free shot. And you reward Taylor for getting to do such a thing. <laughs> which I feel like I might be more against. Uh, like, I don't want that to happen more because, you know, I'm going to go with Brett. I'm going to go with the kick in the nuts. I'm going to, you know, kids are gone. I'm so you're kicking the nuts. You're picking spite, uh, spiting Lawan over the possibility of having children in the future. I think so. Cause I think Taylor would really try and hurt me. I respect that. Okay. Next question from Austin Huff on Twitter for, Brett Kern. Oh, I'm sorry. This is from Jack Gentry. Hey, Brett Kern. What is your favorite nickname you've heard? And why is it the Coffin Kerner? Sincerely, one half of the Tighten Up Pod. Favorite nickname? Yeah. Have you heard? Have you? Has anybody called you the Coffin Kerner yet? I, I kind of like that, to be honest. The Coffin Kerner. <laughs> hey, put him in a coffin, dude. Inside kinda, the tent, put him in a coffin. I kind of vibe with the Coffin is born. Yeah. No, that's that is pretty. That's pretty cool. Uh, my high school, Buck, I told you this earlier, my high school, oh, so, so basketball, in basketball, we had, uh, you know, the warm-up, you know, back then it was all baggy. It wasn't like the skinny stuff that you got now. So it was all baggy with the snap pants and the baggy uh, warm-up shirt. And uh, my nickname was Golden Boot. Golden so that, that Boot. Was my, that was my AOL name, Golden Boot 12. The Golden <laughs> Boot, dude. When I had dial-up back When I had dial-up, Golden Boot 12, AOL. <laughs> uh gold aol i i think my i think my aim nickname because aim was a thing when i was in like fifth and sixth grade that's how you would flirt with girls after class oh, yeah. outside of school I was hours. MSN. yeah I, so my aim handle i think was something to do with camel jockey because i'm arab i'm egyptian and so camel jockey 69 i think was my uh I think was my of course AI. 69 of yeah, course yeah. 69 yeah, that's fat. like a Matt Neely that's like a Matt Neely uh aim name dude that's why that's why we were friends R.I.P. the boy <laughs> <laughs> okay one more on the way out of here because I told you guys I wouldn't keep you for more than a half hour and we're approaching the hour mark Will Compton if you bought an airbrushed t-shirt on spring break what would it say this is for both of you it works for both Ooh. I don't know, dude. What do you I mean? Did. You don't I, know. It's you literally all over the clothes that you're wearing, Will. Yeah, uh, that's ahead. what I'm saying, but I go feel ahead, like people bro. would want something else. You know what I mean? I, uh, I will. Um, yeah, we went to the beach last summer. We always go down to the beach down the panhandle outside of uh, PCB, Panama City Beach. And I did stop in a shop and they did one and it was a Trump shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You're kidding. You're yeah. rocking you're rocking the PCB Trump shirt there uh down on the beach. The airbrush Trump shirt. I did, yeah. So yeah. is it a, is it a caricature? Is it a caricature Donnie Trump uh like is it the full thing or is it just Trump uh 2020 MAGA or MAGA, however you say it? No, it was a uh yeah, it was a picture of Trump caricature uh holding a barbell 
and it, uh, it said Trump 2020. <laughs> I, Did you uh, get attacked? Did you get verbally attacked? Yeah. What was the reaction to that? Oh, it was fine. I mean, I wasn't the only one buying them. They had they had probably oh, 20 different, you know, shirt. I mean, obviously you walk in there and they have, you know, one through 150 and you tell them what number shirt you want. And probably the first one through 20 were all Trump shirts. I was like, you know, this is kind of funny. And uh, so I bought it. That's the last airbrush uh, shirt that I bought. It should be noted that the the favorite pastime of Brett Kern is sending and responding to various Donald Trump gifts because they are the best thing available in the GIF arsenal. Yeah, uh, they're up there. Also wearing a hand sanitizer toilet paper 2020. So Brett that's Kern. What I, that's what, hey, I think that would be the best one. Get that Brett, airbrush on there. Brett Kern endorsing hand sanitizer and toilet paper in 2020. All right, you've had time to think about it. It can't be the boys. What would you airbrush on a spring break t-shirt? Oh, I, I wasn't trying to think about it. No, I don't. I mean, I, I am useless, dude. Like, I'm not like, I don't know if people think I'm like Vince Vaughn or something. Like, I'm not <laughs> insanely off the cuff like that. What, you're a podcast host now. What do you mean you're not off the cuff? Yeah, but it, you know what I'm trying to say, Buck? No, I don't. You and I do the same job now. <laughs> this is, yeah, but when you have a universal answer, like you can think of so many different things. I don't have options. It's harder to, it's harder to like direct. So you're going to you're gonna leave Brett Kern out on the, on the, the Donald Trump airbrush all, all All I heard from Brett is he alluded to one he's already bought before. You know what I mean? He didn't say, he didn't say what he would put on it. He just went with what he knows. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can say something like that too. Well, but you didn't, and that's the point. Okay, Will, sun's out, gun's out. That's been on one. <laughs> Will Compton. You know what I'm saying? Walking around PCB Beach, whatever oh it is. Oh, my God. The last time I was on Panama City Beach, uh, it was spring break, my sophomore year, and that's probably the last time that I will go back. It's, uh, it's a place that does not need to be returned to anytime soon. So much. That's, that's probably where the Rona originated, PCB. It probably was. So. I like how you tried to put me on the spot there, too. I mean, I gave, he gave you, he stalled for you plenty, regardless. It'd probably be, it'd probably be a human being taking a shit, dude. And on the human being, it would say bussin. And the shit laying on the ground, it would say A to Z. <laughs> that's what it would say. That's what my, that's what my tie-dye, whatever it is, spray-on shirt would do. <laughs> well, I'll look for that in the bussin with the boys merch store coming <laughs> oh. soon. We'll take, we'll take any love that we can get from Barstool. <laughs> Will Compton, Bussin' with the Boys, rate, review, and subscribe. New episode, Joe Staley, former. Hey, you like that, huh, Brett? <laughs> man, I just Oh, man. What did, you, what did you agree to? He's never going to come on this podcast again. Dude, I, just, I, just, I just miss Will in that locker room, man. There's, there's some guys that you know when you walk in that locker room, you were – for sure guaranteed to burn some calories laughing that day. <laughs> for sure. Well, don't you have a – before I before I get you guys out of here, don't you have a nickname for uh, for Will Compton? Oh. Uh, there's plenty of nicknames. Well, the one yeah, that what, was exchanged what you, what within the uh, – the one that was exchanged within the group text, the pod group text. You're talking about White Thunder? White Thunder. <laughs> there we go, dude. Why Brett White just Thunder? came up with that one, just White Thunder. Uh, yeah, it's just – I mean, special teams linebacker – on that punt team, I mean, delivering hits, White Thunder. White. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for the podcast audience. You know what I'm saying? is, in fact, white. <laughs> so, Some people don't know. Some people hear the last name and they think I'm black. Who doesn't know? <laughs> people who don't even never met me or know me or know of me. <laughs> oh, forgive me. I assumed your star was just so big by now with Barstool. You're the one who reacted like it. 
<laughs> uh, so wait, quickly, uh, does the new white linebacker, who will likely be a special teams player, will he replace Will Compton as White Thunder? Is that a, is that a nickname? That tra- no, you can't replace Will Compton. Oh. I appreciate that, Brett. Hey, because you guys, what's his name? Nick Dubsner, I think is how you pronounce he, He's it? a good special teams player. He's a good special teams player, yeah. He's a very I'm good special teams player. I'm to have him, but, you know, it's uh, like you can't, you can't replace Will Compton. You can't replace Philip Supernaw. There's some guys oh. that – Oh, that yeah, shout out Supernaw, dude. That are on special teams. Like, you just can't replace them. I mean, it's yeah. – Philip Supernall, one of the most reckless if, if individuals D, if I've D, ever hey, if, DB, if DB doesn't come back, you, oh. there's no replacing a DB. There's no replacing that boom box, that chain's hanging. There's, that, there's, only, just, there's only one person that'll be happy that DB's gone, and it's Kaharski. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know that I started that feud unintentionally? That uh, Darren Bates was the first person – I was the first person Darren Bates had an issue with? Because of the music, you were the first person. I was the first person, and Kaharski just turned it into his own bit. I I never forget that. I do. I keep trying to get you guys out of here. I'll do one more story, and then we'll wrap the pot up. So what happens to you with the boys, man? I know it. This is well. This is why this is fun. And again, I appreciate both of you doing this, uh, even though there's really not much else to do besides Brett teaching PE class to his children. So. I had a video of Derek Morgan that I put out on social media. It's just a standard athlete interview at the locker room for Twitter. And you can't hear a godforsaken thing that Darren Morgan, Derek Morgan is saying because he's in the linebacker section of the locker room. And this was before the music was ever even remotely an issue, before it became a thing. And so somebody responds to me on Twitter and says, can't hear can't hear what he's saying. Why don't you tell the athletes to turn the music down or whatever, whatever this, whatever this jackass in my mention said. And so I respond to this guy. I said, would you tell Darren, Darren Bates to turn the music down? I've never talked to Darren Bates, never added Darren Bates, didn't do anything to, never interacted with Darren Bates prior to this point. Okay. So it gets progressively worse, the music. Like the music gets louder and louder each week that we're coming into the locker room. The system and, gets bigger and bigger, too. Yeah, bro. Sharif Finch gets one for Christmas. Like all of these, the, the, the sound systems are just getting more and more, and the music is getting progressively more, uh, more obscene for the television people that they can't use the, the stuff from the locker room, and the system is getting bigger. So finally, it gets so bad that Robbie Boren, stud PR, uh, PR director for the Tennessee Titans, comes up to me. Again, this is like, I think this is my first year. So already I'm terrified to be in the locker room because I'm scared of the professional athletes. But Robbie comes up to me and he goes, hey, I think Darren has some kind of problem with you. I, you need to go talk to him. About about the music, who me? And 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 remember, for people who have forgotten, in between all of this, Darren Bates almost came to physical blows with Paul Kaharski in the locker room. Oh, hey, yeah, DB is not the most approachable looking cat, dude. He's got the he's got (laughs) it all. He's got the he's got the tats. Yeah, tats and tats in places that seem like it hurts. He's got the chains on. He's got like king size tootsie rolls coming out of his head. Like (laughs) my man. My man is, uh, you know, uh, if I'm going to be, if it. I'm going to be, oh, we, and honestly, I, if Darren Bates, like I'm actively rooting for da- two, two yeah, players, hell yeah, dude. two Titans players I'm in the tank for one, one is Brett Kern. The other one is Darren Bates. I cannot do my job objectively 
when covering either of these people because I, 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 I love them too much. Like I can't, I can't bring myself to be true, true blue journalists when it comes to those two. But this is, at, this is before all of this. So Robbie comes up to me and says, you need to go talk to Darren. This is what the music thing is about. I, mean, I, I never talked to Darren Bates in my life. I've never had a problem with a professional athlete in my life. I don't want to go talk to this big scary guy. <laughs> what, the, what the hell problem he has with me? And so I go over to him and I'm like, hey, Darren, you know, Mr. Mr. Bates, sir, please. <laughs> I, is there some kind of issue that we have that needs to be addressed? And I'm telling you, when he comes over to me and like puts his arm around me and gets like real low to the point where I can't really understand what he's saying, I am scared shitless at this point. And he's talking about the fact that I need to respect the players in the locker room. I saw what you put out on Twitter. This is our space, not yours. On and on and on and on. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. I never want to be in this situation again. It's my first year covering you guys. And that w and after, the, after we had it out, the music got less and the music became more reasonable. But it's because his girlfriend, and I don't know if I'm putting out too much information, because it's his girlfriend, not even Darren name-searching himself. His girlfriend was name-searching Darren Bates, popped this up. Darren never even saw the tweet to have the proper context where all I said was, hey, you tell Darren Bates to turn the music down. He just thought blind rage, DB, no sense, no sense uh, taken that this slap reporter, this fat little kid who's wandering through my locker room is criticizing my music on social media. Who told you, who told you his, uh, it came, he saw it from his girlfriend telling him? I can't remember. Was it him? I don't think so. That's an athlete's go-to, dude, because athletes, they search their name on social media. Oh, they no, have at least at, at some point in their life. At some 1,000%. 1,000%. I don't think it was him. No, I actually, I, I think he did I bet say, it was him. I, think I bet it, it was I, him. I bet I, he searched his own name. After the fact, yeah. I think he told me. Yeah, he Brad, told for me sure. Was, he told me it was his girl. So now Darren Bates is one of my favorite people in the locker room, and I enjoy it. He's them. a stud. Uh, and I've actually, Before we get off, I got one question for Brett. One question. Okay. And honestly, like, this will come again when you come on the bus. If, well, you, actually. You want right, to wait, wait, quickly. You want to waste all your good material on my podcast? You no, 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 no. I'm this trying to teach you how to podcast properly. You save your good stuff for your own show. Well, yeah, yeah. I like this to be generous. This, this is, yeah, this is so some charitable work. Like, I'm going to need you to email me a form talking about how much time I gave because it's going to be a write-off for next year. <laughs> Brett, if you had to go on one platform, would it be Bustin' with the Boys or would it be Pat McAfee Show 2.0? Ooh. Oh, man. Ooh. No, I, I, no I'd, have to, I'd have to go with the boys. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes, dude. Now, I, I, yeah. I need to uh, – okay, so maybe, maybe we save the – we'll save the uh, – I'll do you a solid. I won't ask what? Brett to explain. You want to know why? No, I don't. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to save this for the podcast. Wait, okay, well, well, here's what we can do. Oh, we can God. cut this. All right, see so that know right why? there? Oh, look at Pat. Yeah. You see that jersey? Yeah. Yeah. He got mine. Do you think I ever got his? Oh, no. we got beef, dude. No, so let me just walk, walk, walk the audio audience through what has just happened because not everybody's going to watch this on Zoom. Time out, time out. I'll let you go, time out. So, yeah. Buck, we'll take the clip when I started the question. We'll end it on the, whoa, and then, boom, we end it, and that's for social. That's for social. Brett comes on, and he explains more in depth on bussing. But now, give, now, now you do your thing. 
That's how you create it, boys. That's how you do it. Okay. So now we have wet the appetites. We will get the explanation in further detail. <laughs> we will shit on the name of Pat McAfee. No, no, no we not. won't shit. No, no, no. We, we're not shit. Yeah, there we're we go. There we go. No, 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 no. <laughs> Look no. at you two. You got scared of Pat McAfee. The media, because the media tries to separate. They try to divide and oh, conquer, dude. Stop it. Stop it yeah. right now. No, you got super. Listen, you mo more than anybody, Cop, the, the sens most sensitive of athletes. I have ever oh, dealt with. Oh, so in my, false. No, you're all, all professional athletes are so sensitive. Oh, Incredibly sensitive. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's unbelievable. And I understand you guys are driven by competition. You hear one slight, Lawan hates A to Z sports because one time on a radio station that nobody <laughs> listens to in a free That's Taylor. Here, Taylor remembered my one of my bosses saying that Taylor Lawan is never born to be a Pro Bowl. When in fact, we know because hey. I remember seeing the ratings book. Nobody was listening to that radio station except Taylor Lewan. <laughs> hey, man. I, you do your thing because we do got to get off here, but that is horse shit that you think I'm the most sensitive you've ever, you've ever covered. Oh, it's just because Horse I, shit, dude. It's just because I know Darren Bates probably the most sensitive of anybody I've ever covered, but I won't say that publicly because he'll come after me. Uh, sick, this has been a great episode. Thanks to Thanks Ryan Hurd, who, <laughs> who was on with us earlier in the show. Will Compton, Bussin' with the Boys, rate, review, and subscribe. New episodes every Monday night. Mm. And, of yeah. course, they have a YouTube channel. You can follow them on all the socials, at WTB. Brett Kern is available on all of your social media platforms, at Brett Kern 6 for his, uh, for his sniper shots on Twitter that are very well executed. He picks his spots well. He's a much better tweeter than I am. Boys, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. This has been fun. And I look forward to being excluded from all three of your golf outings. <laughs> Buck, thank you. Will, love you, man. I love you too, bro. I miss you. Buck, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for us today here on the 615 Sessions podcast. Shouts to Ryan Hurd, Will Compton, and Brett Kern for all of their generous time here on today's pod we had a great time doing it and we always welcome their presence around here we'll have alex hayden by the way of nascar the voice of nascar to discuss nascar's return to, to return to live sports nascar's trailblazing the path as it were in the coming weeks may 17th is when they will take to the track without Live fans, of course, but we will talk to Alex Hayden about that on Thursday, as well as some other Titans topics having to do with the new front office acquisition that they made. We'll look forward to that coming up on Thursday's pod. Meantime, you got to make sure that you're rating, reviewing, and subscribing, not just to the 615 Sessions pod, but to the A to Z Sports podcast feed, where we have the Titan Up podcast, the Big Orange podcast, Austin and Zach's podcast form of their streaming show, and, of course, the Preds Nashcast with our friend Alex Doherty. All of these things, all of this wonderful content available to you in the A to Z Sports podcast feed. So you leave us five stars here, then you head over to the A to Z Sports feed. You subscribe, you get all that great content there, and you leave them five stars for their trouble in that feed. A lot of great stuff that we have going on here on the A to Z Sports Network. Meantime, I'm going to get out of here, and I hope the rest of you enjoy your Tuesday as it were. We will talk to you again on Thursday. In the meantime, I need you to stay clean, stay safe, and stay hot, Nashville. This has been the 615 Sessions podcast, powered by Tennessee Tickets, brought to you as always by A to Z Sports. 
and a to z sports nashville.com.